Hello, everybody. Welcome to the EP show. That's right. I'm back. Yeah, you thought that the EP show was going to be a, a, a daily episode Tuesdays through Fridays, as I said in that first week that I tried to do it. Well, I fucking well, I didn't lie, but I realized, yeah, that's not sustainable whatsoever. I got literally an anxiety attack that thir- the Thursday for the Thursday episode that was supposed to come out on Friday. I literally lost it. I don't know why. I think the anxiety of like a lot of shit happening and the fact that it took on so much, how much effort was taking me to do the EP show. You know what I mean? I think that fucked me up. So I wasn't able to really even finish that week. And then I've been gone for a while. I think did I put out any episodes last? And well, yeah, not for a while, but I definitely stopped doing the EP show, but I'm back is going to be one of those things that I do whenever I want to fucking do it. Whenever I have something to talk about for this episode, I'm going to be reviewing a lot of shit. It's not really going to be pop culture. It's going to be, you know, I'm going to be talking about tenant, a spoiler review of tenant. I'm going to talk about, you know, big Sean's album. Well, I want to review that one. And I also want to talk about the boys, Season two, episodes one, two, three. So that's what's in my agenda of shit to talk about. I also wanted to see I'm thinking of ending things, but I wasn't able to watch it. So I'm not going to be reviewing it for this episode. But um, I want to start off with a with a tenant review. You know what I mean? With a spoiler review. So right now I'm warning you, and I'm not going to do any housekeeping, whatever. Fuck all that shit. You know where to find any of that stuff. If you're listening to this, you kind of have an idea of all the shit that I do. So let's move on past that shit. But yeah, I want to do a spoiler review of Tenet, and obviously this is a warning for a spoiler review of Tenet. And then after that, I'm also going to talk with him about The Boys Season 2, Episodes 1 to 3, because he also watched that. So I'm going to get into spoilers for that as well. So those two things, right off the bat, are spoilers. So I might put like a um, a timestamp so you can skip to uh, my review of Big Sean's album, because that's not really going to be a spoiler, you know, spoiler review. But let me just call him right now through FaceTime. Hopefully this works. I surely do hope this works. Let's see if he picks up. Um, all right. Hopefully he picks up. That's all I'm hoping for. Yo. Yo. Bro, you can hear me? Sound good? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. So we got on the podcast, on the EP show, we got Dion. What's up, bro? How you been? How you been doing? I'm good, man. You know, just doing some editing stuff. Okay, did you react to that Dune trailer yet? Yeah, I just reacted to it. Yeah, exactly. I, I literally I finished editing mine too, bro. We're fucking yeah. the reaction bros right here. We're 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 the fine bros of movie reactions. Um, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, well, I guess we can talk about that really quickly. Uh, what what did you think of it? This is gonna uh, come looks... out after your reaction, so you know. Yeah, uh, I could say that it looks great. It, uh, I, I, yeah, I agree. All oh, right, let's move on. No, I mean, uh, yeah, the sandworm that was fucking wild. That that kind of that, that shit, like first the way that they show that part of the movie was crazy. Let me tell you what this this trailer reminded me of, and I'm guessing this story kind of is probably gonna have a lot of these elements. But it reminded me, it was like Avatar: The Last Airbender mixed with like Star Wars, but like a dark version of Star Wars. That's what it reminded me of. Right, you said the last, the last Airbender. Yeah, like with him being like the chosen one and him being young and him having, you know, he's the oh, I'm, oh, the concept of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. the concept, like the, in terms of what the trailer reminded me of for what the story is gonna be. To me, it seemed like a mix of the last Airbender and in Star Wars, like a dark version of it. That's what it reminded me of. 
Yeah, I like the designs they have on there. Like you see yeah. uh, the uniforms. Yeah, the, and the, the way they I guess it's the way they they're able to breathe. You know them nose. Yeah, that shit. That nose shit. Yeah, that was cool. And the the point in the trailer where they're like floating down. That shit was fucking cool. Yeah, you and then I mean? you see, and then you see the uh, training scene. Well, I'm guessing it's a training scene with uh, Timothy and uh, Josh Brolin. Yeah, with the like their armor, they looks to be like some like they have kind of a shield that turns a different color. Now everything looks crazy. It really, if it, it really does feel like an epic story, you know what I mean? Like something crazy, like it's gonna yeah. be fucking universes fighting with each other. It did look great. I I do I do like how that looked. Um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It doesn't look generic. It looks more complex. Yeah, it does. But apparently, I read an interview that apparently uh, um, the director Denis Villeneuve, I think that's how you pronounce it. Nobody knows how to fucking pronounce his name. Regardless, I had to, I had to say his name like ten times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that. Listen, I don't think anybody really knows Denis. Let's just say Denis. Uh, he said in an interview that he wanted to make the movie, like the marketing of it, like accessible. Because I mean, you know, like his last two movies have fucking flopped. Like Blade yeah. Runner 2049 flopped. And then Arrival, I don't think Arrival flopped, but it definitely wasn't a commercial success. So, like, yeah, his movies. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Like, could have earned more money. But, you know, that's the fucked up thing about it. Like, that, a lot of people are worried, like, this probably is not going to make any money. Because, I mean, I was thinking, like, do you think the people in general want to see a sci fi movie? Like, a sci fi epic? I don't think there's, like, an appetite for that. Like, I feel like, you know, usually trends come and go. But I don't know if, like, that kind of story is something that's going to get a lot of people to watch it. You know what I well, mean? Well, yeah, but I think I think any type of movie can be accessible. It just depends on how you market it. Yeah, true. That's true. And I guess, yeah, yeah you're right. I think if you get enough people, I think the good thing that the trailer has going for it, it is making it seem like an important movie, like an event movie. You know what I mean? Like, you know, don't miss this movie you know like that type of uh, marketing i think is very important for this kind of movie make it like an event make it like something like yo did you see that new dune yeah that shit was crazy and everybody's like oh shit i gotta go watch dune i think that's what they gotta do with it um, yeah and also and also look at the cast they got zendaya yeah got that's Timothy. like they got all the stands in there that already. is true that is Tickets. true it's very smart that the in the fact that they're like a couple i guess are gonna be a couple you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I didn't. Dead, yeah, they didn't see that coming, but that actually it's even better because there's gonna be a lot of these teenage girls. Is like, oh, you know, like like shipping them. It was like, oh, they look like an amazing couple. Yeah. Um, which couple you think is better, bro? Tom Holland and Zendaya or or Chalamet and Zendaya? I'm gonna say Chalamet and Zendaya. <laughs> <laughs> well, really? You didn't like Tom Holland? You didn't ship nah, them? Nah, nah. Damn, that's fucked up. I mean, I saw a video. Listen, I saw. I f- I feel like I feel you. But then I saw a video of him doing like a like a, a a black dance choreography, and he looked great at it. And I was like, okay, now I can see why. Like he looked like he had some swagger to him. You know what I'm saying? True. True. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw that video of him dancing. I'm like, all right. Like I I, I didn't expect Tom Holland to be like doing you know uh, you know like uh what what, what fuck what what's that group um that made those dance moves. That you would do like earlier the jerk boys like that kind of style of dance you know what i'm trying to say yeah new boys yeah right them like he was doing one of those dances i was like oh shit that's unexpected but uh yeah i hope um i hope people watch i mean what's your favorite uh the new movie bro well look what's my favorite of his movies of denny um uh 
I really like Prisoners. Prisoners was really good. Yeah, I mean, Prisoners was fucking amazing. Like, it was like, amazing, especially the performances on there. Yeah, and the way it ends, and the way the story plays out, and how right. it's, like, scary, kind of. No, nah, that, yeah, that that one is, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I really like yeah, that and one. I say, yeah, and I say uh, Blade Runner 2049 was pretty good, too. I just like the, I like how the DC makes the designs of his movies. Yeah, they like all look great. Like, yeah, like, they're different. That's true. I never saw Blade Runner 2049 because I never saw the original Blade Runner, so I still need to, I guess, catch up on those two. Um, all right, but that, that's enough of the trailer. Let's get into the real shit that I want to talk about for this episode. Uh, I didn't see your video on Tenet, which I should have, but, you know, I just got busy. But I guess it's going to be better because I, I don't know exactly how you felt about the movie. You have done a great job of not even tweeting one thing about the movie, bro. You, you, all that shit is in the video, and I think that's very smart. You, anybody who wants to know your opinion, go to the fucking video, watch it. Um, but for this podcast, we're gonna get into spoilers. I already warned everybody: spoiler review for Tenant. Well, first, I just want to know in general: how did you feel about the movie? Tenant was like bonkers, man. <laughs> like at first, you yeah, think it's like a it's like a roller coaster, right? You no, think it's you're wild. Like yeah. going up and down, but really, you just going sideways. And- <laughs> upside down you feel me like you don't know where it's going no nah, yeah that this movie is fucking insane and since there's spoilers let me just get straight to it the moment this motherfucker steps into the other world that's where i was like okay i mean this movie is just i mean what the fuck is going on like that's where that concept of inversion really went like in a wild place and it's almost like the inversion, the thing I didn't see coming is that inversion and time travel are pretty, it's almost exactly the same. You know what I mean? Like, you know how people be doing shit with like time travel and time travel movies? Yeah. Like there was time travel in this movie, but through inversion. That that I did not see coming. I was like, oh shit, that's kind of, that's kind of tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, You've only seen it once? Yeah, I've only seen it once. I'm All planning right. on seeing it again. Yeah, definitely is one of those movies you want to see again. I've seen it twice, so I kind of have a stronger grasp onto the concept. But the first time I saw this movie, bro, the movie kind of gave me a headache. And and not, not actually no, no, it didn't give me a headache. But like, what gave me a headache was trying to actually understand the concept of inversion. Because when I when I first saw it happen, you know, even when it gets to the third act, when they're literally having a war, an inversion war. Like, I see everything that's happening, and I'm enjoying it. It's thrilling. But, like, actually understanding how the fuck this is happening or making it make sense, that would give me a headache because it's it's a concept that, like, is hard for me to even understand. You know what I mean? It's like it defies everything we know about fucking physics and everything. So trying to make that make sense, like, to this day, I still don't understand how you can fight with somebody who's going backwards. Right. Like to this day, I don't know how the fuck that happens. Like, how do you deal with something that's going backwards? You know what I mean? Like, how do you go forwards and the other person's going backwards and you're able to fight? I still can get it. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it twice and I still don't fully get it. I understand the concept of it, but it's hard for me to even in my head, like make it make sense. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's a moment to you that was like wild? Like a specific moment that you were just like, what the fuck am I watching? The same thing uh, you experienced when there were, when, uh, what's his name? The protagonist was fighting himself. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, like, I've seen it coming. Wait, the first time or the second time? It was going to happen. 
the first time or the second time? Which one confused you the most? The second time. Right, because at that moment, that's when you realize, oh, he's fighting himself. And then you're just like, what the fuck? Then you realize that everything that's happened in the movie before, it it, it, it was all shit that will happen later in the movie. Yeah, that blew my fucking mind. Like, yeah. and yeah, you're right, bro. But the the thing I'm still, like, my brain's still trying to, like, process, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is that supposed to happen? Or that's is, all supposed to happen, yes. Like, can it be like I try not to think about it because the first thing, uh, like the first scene where uh, the protagonist meets this uh lady, uh, that talks about like Tenet, right? The and, the the, the it, Indian lady, oh no, no the, the no, one no, no. that the, the scientist, yeah, the scientist, yeah. And the first thing she says is. Don't try to understand it, feel it. Right. And never and ever since right. I just went along with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. At that point, yeah. that's Christopher Nolan telling you, my mind works in a different way than yours does. Please don't try to follow me. Just enjoy the movie and I'll explain as much as I can. That's exactly what that line was. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but when you said like is this all supposed to happen? The thing that I'm getting from this, because I think they make this point a lot, right? In the movie that you get in further like viewings and probably even more. Like I will have to watch it more to truly understand it. But one concept that they explore that I kind of understood is that it's the thing of like if like if you're able to change the future or not. You know what I mean? If you're able to change what's going to happen. Um, right. The movie says yes. And the way they say yes, I think the main thing that proves that you know, you can't change the future is um, is when uh, uh, um, John David Washington gives Elizabeth Debicki the phone, the, the phone so she can call him to let him know that she needs help. You know what I mean? All right. So I think that lets us know that you are able to change it. But then again, John David Washington tells the Indian lady, she's like, um, he's like, he's to her, he's like, cause remember earlier in the movie, the Indian lady is like, you're not a protagonist. You're just playing a role. And then at the end he's like, no, I am the protagonist. Right. Which right. is to say like, this was all kind of meant to be, but I made it be meant to be. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, the movie's yeah. trying to say that he influenced the events so that that's what happens. It, it, it's tricky because it's always tricky with time travel. It's like, you know, can you change the future? Is it free will? Oh, that's another thing with free will that I found interesting. The thing when he's messing with the bullet, he's like, wait, so does this mean that free will doesn't doesn't exist? And the scientist lady is like, no, because the bullet will never move if you don't try to grab it. You know what I mean? All right. So I think that's that kind of that's how Nolan feels about that. But all right. What else did you what else did you find crazy in the movie? Like any other moments that you like can think back to that you really loved about it or anything you didn't like? Uh, I was. Well, let's talk, let's talk about something else. Uh, mm -hmm. Robert Pattinson uh, as Neil. <laughs> did, did you think he know that he was going to die? Yes. No. Oh, yeah, I think I think so. Because, I mean, one. He tells him, "This is the end of the line for me, right?" So he, he, at this point, he knows. Also, did you see? Did you understand the thing in his back in his backpack? Yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah. Did you understand what that was? That I knew that was him. From the moment that 
date. I guess he he's the one that like stopped the bullet from going towards uh, the protagonist, right? Yes, I believe so. No, but I'm trying to say I think no wait yeah I think that's true but that's separate from what I'm talking about I think the thing he sees first John David Washington when he's like trying to prevent the guy from throwing the shit into the thing to explode it um he sees a backpack or like a bag that has his little thing and I think this thing is supposed to be the bomb I think uh. that's what it is so when you see that that Robert Pattinson has that thing in his backpack I think we're supposed to understand that he's going to blow himself up and the other guy up with the two pieces in the helicopter. And that's why he says, this is the end of my journey. And that's why John David Washington is kind of worried about it. I was like, wait, what? Like, that's it? Because he knows, I think, that Robert Pence is going to blow up the plane. That he's about to... That's why he tells him, was like, yo, wait, wait, wait for me, right? Remember that part? Like, the other yeah. guy's about to go in his way. He's like, no, no, wait for me. I'm, I, I got to go with you. We oh, see that, that thing... I think that he's going to blow himself up in those two pieces so that whatever, you know, Kenneth Branagh was trying to do with ending the world doesn't happen. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Now. Instead of them, like, hiding the three pieces in different places, he's just going to kill himself and blow these things up. And but what's, fuck, what's fucking crazy again about it is the fact that John David Washington kind of he knew this uh, in the future. It's confusing, bro. Like the 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 fact that those machines where you go backwards turn into like time machine. Uh, 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 it, it, it's like time machines. I don't know. It, it's it's one of those circle shit. Like in time travel movies, it's always like what they say is like the grandparent paradox. Is like what if if it's gonna happen in the future? Whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Like that kind of shit is like oh, it was in the future in the past. It's like. All right, that's where I'm, I agree with that scientist lady. I'm not going to try to understand it. I'm going to just feel it, but go along with you. And I'm saying I'll believe that you was in the past and in the future. Um, yeah, but, the, but the crazy thing is, though, right? Like, in most Nolan movies, they're like every out, out there concept he does, he makes it, like, really realistic to the point where, you know what? Let me try to understand it because <laughs> yeah. it could be a thing that yeah. makes it possible. Yeah, I think he does. I think it is all rooted in some sort of science. I don't think this is all, all made up. It's just science is really fucking complicated. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. I think he does try to ground it as much as possible. But, um, all right, bro. So, have you noticed, have you been reading, like, the gripes that a lot of people have with this movie? I try not to, just so I can put my opinion out there. But. Well, now that you've seen it, now that you've watched the movie, and now that you have your opinion on it, have you tried to? Uh, I try, not really, no. Yeah, because I, I, I actually, after I saw the movie, I was reading what people were saying. And this is what I texted you. I didn't really spoil anything. I was just saying people were, like, complaining about certain shit that was, like, was kind of wild to me. It wasn't even any legitimate criticism with the movie. Like, for example, okay, let's talk about this one. This is probably the most glaring one. Did you have trouble understanding the dialogue? No. It, it, you could hear it, right? Yeah, I can hear like, it. Like, I'm not tripping. Like, you could hear it. I think people were just so fucking lost that they kind of, what they weren't, you know, it, it, the thing that I said when I was reviewing this movie is that it's like 
you can hear every single word, but the problem with the exposition and the dialogue is that they're all talking to each other with this hit with this context that we don't have. So to us, it makes no sense. And I think people started to blend that with like the lack of, of the, like the sound design. You couldn't hear the dialogue. I think you could you could hear every single word that was said. You just would never understand it because they have this sort of context that we don't. Right. So to us, they're just speaking gibberish. Right. They might as well have been drowned out by sound design. You know, we weren't going to understand what the fuck they're saying until after we see the movie again, because then we have that context that they do as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I definitely didn't get that complaint. Like, I didn't understand that. I was like, oh, you can't hear the dialogue. I, you for sure could hear the dialogue. I saw this movie twice at two different theaters and you could definitely hear the dialogue. So I don't I, I don't know what the fuck people are talking about with that one. They're just, you know. I don't think, and, and but that's what made me mad. It's like most people were like, "That was their gripe, bro. That was their the, their legitimate gripe with the movie. The reason they didn't like it is because they they said they couldn't hear the dialogue." Is that yeah, but, does that sound like a legitimate criticism to you about a movie, bro? A movie that has as much going on as Tenet. You're telling me you could just say this movie's not good because you couldn't really hear what they were saying. You know like, what like, I mean? Like, yeah, like we talked about this before. Like I feel like. It's like a nitpick, but knowing the context of Nolan trying to bring the movie to theaters and people being all petty. I think, that, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that they're going to try to make that nitpick a more bigger deal. Exactly. I agree with you on that. I definitely do think they're just mad at Nolan for trying, you you know, for trying to put this movie out in theaters. And let me tell you another, like, nitpick that was, was bothering me. A lot of people were saying that they were mad that the movie didn't end at the opera house. It, that it should have been like the word itself, tenant, like a palindrome. Like the movie should have opened with the opera and then ended with the opera. Here's the thing. I agree. I thought that's where the movie was headed at a certain point. Like after after he, he does that, that adventure with the car crash and they're going back in time. I'm thinking, oh shit, they're about to go back to the opera. This is going to be a fucking wild ass movie. Then they don't. But here's the difference. When I saw that he wasn't going in that direction, I just went along with whatever the fuck his direction was and judged it in that merit. A lot of people are judging the movie because it didn't go the way they wanted it to go. You know what I mean? They were like, oh, it didn't end in the opera, so it's not good. I'm like, what? Just because it didn't go your way, you think it wasn't a good movie? Like, that that drove me crazy, bro. It's like, it's not your fucking movie. Like, he, obviously, he probably thought, about the movie ending at the opera. I, I have no doubt in my heart, bro, that he that was one of the endings that he had in mind. Because it's such a like obvious ending and it would be like a good ending. There's no way he didn't think of it. But then he decided to go with something else. And actually the way it ended actually did what a lot of people have said have been saying that the movie didn't do is give the movie heart. Because it went back to this key moment in the villain's life right we're like this moment that he just wants to go back to before he kills himself he wants to feel loved again the fact that the movie both had the action right with the war with the war zone and the two like the inverted and regular armies fighting each other with like the heart of the movie which is elizabeth debicki and her abusive relationship with this guy i thought it worked perfectly it gave the movie heart which a lot of people said it didn't fucking have in the first place. You know what I mean? I felt like that was actually a very good place to go uh, for the for like to end the movie on, right? Like let, let's go back to this moment where that 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 is more like a, a character moment for these two people. 
You know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like, well, especially with Robert Pattinson and uh, Elizabeth Debicki, they had the most, well, they put, I felt more emotion towards them for their right. uh, journeys. Yes. But yeah. I, I would say, though, like, one thing about the movie that I was kind of in, in, and I didn't really want to, like, put a negative on it, but... Like John David Washington, he was like all right in it, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like if it was a different actor, like say like uh, I don't know, like a Daniel Kaluuya or whatever, yeah. I feel like that performance, along with Robert Pattinson's performance and Elizabeth Debicki's performance, would have made the movie a little bit stronger, in my opinion. Interesting. Yeah, I can see what you're talking about. I think, yeah, because I know like John David Washington is supposed to be like a little cold, especially with right. what he what type of character he is. But I feel like it could have been stronger with a different actor. But John David Washington does do a solid job. Yeah, That's probably I think... the only negative. Yeah, I agree. I think you know the thing that I've realized, and I don't know if. You know, I don't think this is bad. I think it the, the main character reminded me of the main character in Man Max, right? Like Tom right. Hardy. He's just a vehicle for these for this story. I didn't really feel like that. Like John David Washington, he was just kind of like they said he's like the protagonist. But I feel like he was just meant to just connect everything together. So I didn't really have any expectations for that character. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like this was just the guy that had to get shit done. And we didn't really need to know much about it. It, it, it. To me, it just felt like a Mad Max character where I didn't need anything from him. Now, I understand what you're saying with maybe the performance itself. But I can't really blame him too much because maybe that's just what Nolan wanted. Like, maybe Nolan was explicit in saying, you're going to you're you're gonna be very, like, um, like uh, uh, stoic, right? Like, you're not really going to get too bent out of shape you're gonna be cool in every situation i right, think but maybe that was the direction and it didn't matter what actor was playing and I, I i i could see that being a possibility that that's just what the direction that nolan wanted and that was just the performance that all the actors were gonna give you know what i mean because right. i feel like right. nolan is that type of director that controls everything in a way you know what i mean right but like even with tom hardy you he put he put in some type of character inside of Mad Max the way he uh uses his, uses his expressions and all that you feel me like in like yes. in Mad, like in Mad Max theory role like like it's not about what he's speaking it's about his actions and the way he do certain movements and his expressions add more to that character of Mad Max than right. it would with John David Washington where he's doing all these action stuff and all that, right? But I didn't... It, it, I don't know. It was just like a little bland. But John David Washington, like it, it, it's just like a little thing that bothered me in the movie. But I understand where you mean that he's like a vehicle for the movie. Yeah, to me, I, I didn't really mind it. It, it, you know. And the other thing about this movie that I didn't mention is that it is almost like Nolan's attempt to do a Bond movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it felt like that. And usually, like, you know, I guess Bond shows emotion, but 
usually he's just too cool for school. I just felt like that's what John David, and I mean, John David Washington had his moments where he was like being funny too. It wasn't like, you know, he had a lot of really funny lines. Like, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he had some, like, it it wasn't like he was completely devoid of any like personality. I think he had a little bit of a personality. But I I can see what you're saying. It probably that that main character could have probably stood out more. It would have made the movie better for it. I, I, yeah, I don't disagree with you. Um, there was going to be one more thing, like, the people... Oh, and that's it. And then the last nitpick that I saw a lot of people were saying is that the inversion didn't really... They didn't find the inversion that interesting. That I couldn't even believe. That like, don't make any sense. Yeah, I don't understand how you can see this movie and be like, yeah, the inversion didn't really, like, you know, blow my mind. Or, like, it didn't even really impress me that much. Or it didn't... You know, it wasn't that interesting to me. Like, I don't even understand how that's possible. Like, you've never seen someone fight someone going backwards. You've never seen someone fight themselves, and one is going forward, and one is going backwards, and then they switch roles, like, 45 minutes later. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I agree. It's like, some of that shit was really, like, mind-blowing sequences that, I mean, right, I have no idea how the fuck they did that. How do you record? How did this motherfucker, the only thing I can think of is, like, he recorded those two parts uh, like separately and somehow put them together. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's the only thing that makes sense to me. How he would record that? Um, and there was literally like an explode, like a building exploding reverse. <laughs> like you never seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like with the, the, the exactly like the the plane. The fact they have to try to get in before like the plane crashes it technically, which is at the end, or like no, they have to get in before they have to get out before the plane leaves. Meaning before it goes backwards, before everything is like sealed, kind of not. It, it's really wild, but I mean, yeah, it's I, I didn't understand. If anybody really was not impressed with the inversion, the concept of inversion in this movie, I mean, that person just I don't I don't know. I don't know what the fuck will impress them at all. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know what gets you moving, bro. Like I truly don't. Um, but yeah, th- that's uh, uh, that's about you, it. Do you have anything nice. else? We should talk about the music in this movie. Oh yeah, I, I've I've listened to the soundtrack, bro. It, it was great. I thought it was really good. Like Man, I, fu- Luke, yeah. What's his name? Ludwig uh, Garrison. Yeah. Garrison. Yeah. I said he was. He's the next Hans Zimmer. He has the potential yep. to for sure. He's like a yeah. modern. He's like he's the young, like hot score person, like scorer. Perfect. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like maybe, I, I don't know. I understand what you're saying with Hans Zimmer. Like, he's going to be the new hot, like, person that to score your movie. But I don't even like comparing him to Hans Zimmer because Hans Zimmer is so fucking old. The thing I like about him is he's, he has a lot of youthful, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has a youthful. Right, he has a new type of style. Modern music. And yeah, I think that's music. very cool. Yeah. Like, because usually, what do you think when you think of scores, bro? An old-ass motherfucker with a great beard and glasses, like monocles, like waving his wand, and, and people, like, with the fucking violins, like, playing. Like, that's what I think of when I think of a score. I think Ludwig is definitely modernizing that idea and making, like, a score cool. The fact that he even got, they were able to get Travis Scott to do that song, right, to the score of the of the movie. And when I heard when I heard it in the credits, it all makes sense to me now. Right, and he did say like what the song's about. 
Because right. if you listen to the yeah, because if you, I, I didn't realize, but if you listen to the lyrics, he's literally just revealing the story. And that was funny because Nolan, when that song came out, he was like, "This is the final piece of the puzzle." I was like, "What the fuck is this PR bullshit?" Like, I didn't even believe it. It just sounded so dumb. But, like, listening to the lyrics, I'm like, oh, wait, he was right. <laughs> this reveals a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is, like, he's rapping. Let me actually, you know what? Let me pull up the lyrics. Because um, I, 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 I actually want to read it because he, he, I think he was right. Like, the lyrics of the song, just him explaining what John David Washington has to do in the movie. Uh, the Plan by Travis Scott. I'm looking it up in... Um, uh, where is yeah, oh, there we go Travis Scott yeah let me see you let me tell you it says the chorus says you don't know where we stand it's true know the plan last time I wrecked it last time I whipped around last time I did the whippets last time I live reverse pour the brown hit the reverend last time I hit your cur- your crib last time there was no tenants I don't win back in myself felt like hell fuck I risked it patience sell found you living know you thrilling not for sinning all right, whatever. This is kind of bullshit. I mean, there's a line. I know for sure there's a point where he's talking about the, yeah, here close the opera. Yeah, this is the part. Close the opera. Hear the red and blue outside. I think our options up. I recrossed it around the map. I had to line it up. I'll be swerving on the waves. It's like lines for us. It's like a line for us. Moving reverse on my turf. I'm out of line. I put in work. I draw the line and cross the first. I need the time. I need to search. It's just like wine. I make it worse. Right on land, Boeing jet, make it land. Slow motion when I dance, I see. Blah, 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 blah. All right, whatever. Um, there was, I guess, it's not that, that, but he definitely does reveal some stuff, like, like the opera part, and yeah, whatever. It 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 was more of a final piece that I expected it to be. I thought it was just bullshit, but it it was more to it than just that. It but, sounded more it sounded more rodeo, Travis Scott. It did. It, it, yeah, it definitely did. Very cinematic. It sounded. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Is there anything else that, that that stood out to you from the movie that that you want to talk about? Did you have you been looking at like theories on YouTube? No, I haven't because there- it didn't seem like like I, after watching it the second time, I feel like I've I have a pretty good understanding of what the movie's about. But what have you found from the theories and shit? Well, there's one YouTube video where they discuss that Neil is. Elizabeth the Becky's son. Right. I heard I, I, I did hear that theory. Um but then I heard somebody saying that that wasn't really possible. I didn't really look into it. But that would be cool as fuck if that's true. Yeah, Yo, that would be like crazy it. if that's true. Yeah, that would just be shit. Mind. That would that would tie up everything so well. Cause he would remember That's kinda funny because I know for sure the kids saw John David No wait, I don't know if the kids saw him or not. No, you never seen him. Okay, well then, never mind. But that would be really cool. That's a very good uh, uh, theory, I think. Um, Any other theories you saw, or that was just the main one that everybody was saying, yo, is that's a kid? Oh, that was just the main one that caught my eye. Right. All right, is there anything else uh, that we missed about uh, that you want to talk about? Trying to think if there was something else that stood out to me. Um. Yeah, that, that's just basically it. Yeah, I think that's it. That's all. That's all. I mean, it it was definitely a good movie. 
you know, I don't, you know, it, it's definitely worth watching in the movie theater, even if you don't know what the fuck is going on. You just want to see that kind of those kind of visuals. You know what I mean? And here's the last thing I'm gonna say. With people saying like, "Oh, this movie has no heart," this, that, or the other, it's just you know, it's just spectacle, whatever. Like, think about this, bro. This movie's a blockbuster. They've touted this as a blockbuster, right? Like that when you see the the ads and shit. They said this is the blockbuster. The blockbuster's back. Right? When you right. think of a blockbuster, you just think of, of a crazy big action movie, right? What a- type of action movie do you prefer to see? One that is really fucking interesting with its concept and visuals or fucking Fast and Furious 10? Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, that's right. the thing that bothers me. Like, this isn't a fucking indie movie where it's character driven. Like, if you're, if you, you know, there's, a- this is an action movie. And when it comes down to action movies, what do you prefer? This or... Or, or or Kong Skull Island, right? Like, do you prefer this or, 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 or Skyscraper? Yeah, or Transformers. You know what I mean? Like, they're both doing the same thing. Just one is doing it way better than the other. And that's the thing. I feel like certain people just are mad at action movies in general. They're like, oh, this is an action movie. It's like, it's so hard. It's this or that. I'm just not. I'm just like, people need to see it from the right lens, which is that. This is an action movie. This is a high budget action movie. If you were to get, you know, and people always complain about Fast and Furious and, and all these action movies that are really bullshit, that are, that are not good at all. What do you prefer? An action movie like Tenet or an action movie like those other movies? And also, another thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they always talk, complain about, oh, there's too many comic book movies. We need some original stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get something like this. Yeah. And they're like, no, we don't want that. Right. Exactly. That, that's such a good point, too. It's like. Yeah, people want originality until then they don't. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, it, it, that annoys me for sure. Like, the hate on Tenet, I, th- I feel like people are trying to make it something that it's not. It's supposed to be an action movie. All but right. it's a good one. That's what we should That's what we should hope all action movies are like. You know what I mean? Like, action movies yeah, aren't going to go anywhere. It. Yeah, put effort and make it interesting. Like, I don't understand. Like, people are trying to see this as, like, memento. I think that's the problem. This is not memento. You know what I mean? Like, people have to put different expectations in the different movies that come out. There's different types of movies. All you can hope for is that that different kind of movie is the best that it could be. I think this is the best a a, a, a blockbuster movie can be. Right? You know what Until I'm going to say? Until Dune comes out. Well, yeah, that, that's a blockbuster. Oh, that's... <laughs> yeah, Dune. That's a blockbuster. I, 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 yeah, that one's going to be very interesting. Uh, people yeah. are going to love it, but I don't know, man. I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't see this movie being bad. Because this guy has never made a bad movie. So I don't, I, I don't see him doing that now. You know what I mean? But um, real quick before we go, I just want to get your, your, your... That's another thing you made a video on. Season 2, episodes one, of th- 1 to 3 of The Boys. What did you think of it? Uh, it was just as great as last season. I mean, yeah. What what caught me off guard was Stormfront. Oh, you didn't know about her her thing? No, I I, I was blind to it. Oh, that's that's even that's pretty good because I I already read something about it, and I knew what her character was, and yeah. I and yeah, that found that idea really interesting. Yeah, but probably you not knowing anything and seeing this bitch be racist all of a sudden. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, cause look right. I was just oh like I was saying to myself oh he's just ch- she just chasing the um the the female and her brother yeah and I'm like all right cool they destroyed the building they were in the projects <laughs> right and then she like threw the female and the brother out in another building yeah and then all of a sudden she like 
blast the black dad and i'm like whoa that was whoa. crazy i can't even imagine like, imagine you being black and seeing that shit like <laughs> i can't even imagine like wait what the fuck because <laughs> i mean you uh, like automatically knew that she was being racist right yeah she is super caring yo she is a super <laughs> caring yeah that that's actually and i, I find that idea super interesting like you i've never heard of a racist superhero yeah. You know what I mean? Like I never, we, yeah, I never heard it either. That's what I'm saying. That's a super interesting concept, like a racist superhero. And, you know, that's the, the thing that's so good about the boys. Like, they go, they explore, like, this is truly, like, a grounded take on a superhero genre where they explore all the dark parts of what the fuck would happen if superheroes were real. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, wait. I think Watchmen has one racist, like, superhero. I think um like Rorschach is racist, I believe. Um He it, it's subtle, but he has some signs of being prejudiced. Right. But not like this. Not like fucking killing somebody with your superpowers because of they're a different race. That's extreme, but it also makes sense that in a real world that could happen. You know what yeah, I mean? Like they, like it's terrifying because as you in real life now, they have like these uh, police officers, you know, killing and it's in black you know, people, black, yeah. Black people, yeah. And so imagine a superhero, but have them same type of uh, beliefs. Yeah, that's insane. That's a that's such a scary concept. I kind of yeah. want to show that to people who like love superheroes. Or like, I feel like that's the thing about the boys. I feel like the boys is showing, like we think of superheroes and like the idea of superheroes as this super great thing, but it's like it's not. <laughs> It's really not, not. If, if 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 it were actually real, it would be hell, or not even hell. It would just be life. It would just be part of life as it is now. You know what I mean? Like nothing would really change except there's people that are flying and are super strong. But like the types of people that would be doing that, it would be people like we see in real life. I wonder what's gonna what's gonna be like her arc, because they're making her seem like even scarier than than fucking Homelander. Which I find that yeah. interesting, bro. Like even home, you see Homelander's face. He like I'm not like messing with her. Yeah, he even I was like, yo, this bitch is fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he's insane. <laughs> so if he's saying that, or if he's thinking that, yeah, I think Stormfront is gonna have to die this season, right? Like I, I that's where I see this hap- going. Yeah, either Homelander or the female gonna kill her. Oh yeah, I think probably the female because of the way you know the way that episode ended. She was just staring. You know, at uh, um, the storefront. Yeah, yeah, like oh, like like she saw what she did to her brother. I think this is gonna be her personal like vengeance. But yeah, that was um, that was crazy. Like I don't even yeah. know. Uh, yeah, they definitely have to kill Storm from this season because you know you just can't have someone that races in the show. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of wild. That's yeah. like this is a fucked up like idea. Like at least Homelander doesn't even target people by race. He hates like he's just it. insane. Yeah, exactly. There's no rhyme and reason. He's just out of his fucking mind. But this bitch is crazy to specific races. That's not good. That's yeah. That's not. That's uh, man. I wonder. They have to be saying some kind of. They're gonna be making some sort of statement with that, right? Like there's some way you don't put the put a white supremacist superhero, and then not like say something about it. You know what I mean? Not only white supremacist, but also tries to, like, she like in. Like in front of the public, she's like this female empowerment. Right, the feminist. You know? Oh yeah, I saw that thing you retweeted. 
Yeah, yeah people were shocked. It's like, how can she be a feminist and a white supremacist? Yeah. <laughs> white people are so fucking clueless, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like that's just hilarious. They can't even fathom that. That's just so funny. Oh, that's hilarious. That's such a funny idea. Like, yeah, I bet you. I mean, I bet you that's very common with all these white fucking Hollywood celebrities. There's no way yeah. that one of these like women that are pra- praising like, you know, feminist feminism and equality, ain't like racist. So at the end of the day, they're, they're like, white. They all so, have. They're like they all have some type of motive. Yeah. That that yeah, Stormfront is a super interesting character that they added, and I guess one last thing before I'm done because I'm about to wrap it up with Huey, bro. Didn't didn't I feel I, they're building him up to do something crazy? Did you get that sense? Yeah, he's suffering PTSD from all the stuff he's been through, like the last season and now. Yeah, definitely that PTSD too. Like even with him, like watching that video, that was kind of fucking like weirdly fucked up the thing about him like almost wanting to kill himself and starlight you know being the thing that's saving him his second wind that was kind of weird and then like the, the whole time even when he's inside of that whale and he's like depressed <laughs> he's not getting out he's like, All right, i would just stay here chilling that was kind of very it, to me he seemed very realistic i don't know why it seemed yeah. like weirdly like realistic for somebody who might be having PTSD or might be depressed. But not only that, I just feel like this guy he might get compound V by the end of the season. I could see that happening. Yeah, I could I could definitely see that. I think they're building him up to be like the hero. You know what I mean? I think I think cuz he he wants to be, but people aren't really taking him that serious and Butcher came back. So like Butcher's kind of like, you know, fucking humiliating humiliating him. I think, and we keep seeing like people dismiss him and shit. I think that's where it had. It, it, here's it go. Here's my thing, my theory. It either goes one or two ways. Either he gets compound compound V and becomes like a like an actual hero, and like is able to fuck with people, you know, to to have power, or he turns and becomes a villain. I can see a villain turn coming too. Yeah, that's that that could be possible. I can see that. I can see him getting like fed up. And joining in, in like I can see both Starlight and Huey turning to the dark side, and that's part of the narrative this season. But regardless, I'm excited, bro. It, 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 here's one last thing, one very last thing, quick thing. Doesn't this show look like really good to you? To me, like every time I watch a show, I'm like, this show looks amazing. Like the yeah. like the cinematography and just the it really looks like a movie, right? Yeah, they they their attempt is to make you look like a Zack Snyder movie. Right. Well, yeah, it looks very cinematic for sure. That's oh, yeah, I didn't repeat that. So that's very funny. They even have like some promo images of from Batman versus Superman, and oh, that's them, funny. <laughs> have them same uh, images on their uh, characters. That's very funny. All right. I mean, this episode. What the fuck did we talk about? We talked about the Dune trailer. We went into an in-depth conversation about Tenant, and we did our quick thoughts on episodes one to three of The Boys, which I'm glad they're doing weekly. People are mad that it's not weekly, you fucking idiots. Anytime <laughs> a show gets released all at once in two weeks max, nobody remembers it. 
You know what I'm yeah, saying? And they, like, and we don't have to worry about spoilers. Yeah, and you don't got to worry about spoilers, and it's always tricky if you want to talk. Like, let's say I have watched three episodes and you watch the whole show. How the fuck do I talk to you about it? It's awkward. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the fuck you know, and you don't know what I know. How the fuck are we supposed to talk about it? But if it's weekly, it be- it creates a conversation. People are mad. It's like, oh, I wanted to watch it all in one week. It's like, nah, you fucking idiot. Like, it's not good for business. It's not good for the enjoyment of a show. So, like, at this point, anybody who's still saying, yo, we need to binge it, it's just, you know, being completely selfish and just not understanding there's how many other factors go into it. But, you know, I'm excited that it's weekly. I, I, you know, it, create, it makes it an event. Everybody's going to be tuning in every Friday. Um, I'm excited. But, all right, Dion, thank you so much for calling, or thank you so much for answering uh, and talking with me about all this shit. Um, this has been fun. The audio sounded great. The audio, your audio from your phone call sounds amazing. So that's all I'm glad about. Like, I can't believe it really sounds incredible. Usually, yeah, you know, great. with phone calls, it sounds trash. It actually sounds good. So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm glad that <laughs> the quality of the call is pretty good, at least. I'm glad everything went well. Yeah. All right, bro. I will talk to you soon. Uh, I might call you. You know, I feel like we should... It's it probably easier to do a podcast like this because it both sounds good and it's convenient for both both of us since we live fucking thirty five minutes away. You know what I mean? Like, think this might be more convenient. Would you would you be down to do like more podcasts like this? Yeah, definitely. I would be down. All right, great. That's that's very good. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode of the EP show. Dion, thank you so much for calling in. And thank you so much for everybody who's listening, for tuning in. And I'll catch you guys whenever the next episode of the EP Show comes out. Peace.